0: every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got the stopwatch going 15 minutes. Uh, today we're going to talk about the new slice like orange is the new black. The pull is the new slice. We probably get more questions online and in person now about golfers struggling with pulling the ball than we do about just the old shrimp ball banana slice.
1: I just tell them to aim right. <laughs> Lesson's over. Give me That'll 250. Be 250. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> Damn. I'm hitting everything right to the flag. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's the
0: lowest hanging fruit, right? So most right-handed golfers set up way to the right. So there is a lot of merit in, in the alignment, but as I would say the last 10 years, as the, t- these golf terms have kind of populated into the, the normal lexicon of golfers now, and especially online has become more and more popular with looking for golf instruction, the term swinging left, getting more open, all of these things are pulling everything around the body more.
1: Good Lord, it's an epidemic.
0: Yeah. So if you're trying to get more left, I mean, swing more left, if you're trying to get more open.
1: Open, open, open. They don't even need it in their swing. They need less and if of it's, it normally. Yes, and especially if it's physically difficult to do. I mean, most of them, I mean, you tell, tell the average golfer to swing left and open, open, open. He's going to slice and pull every single ball.
0: The, the club's going to be coming so far out and over that you're you've now you've shifted. And we talk about swing plane a lot you see it on TV golf channel, whatever, but it's always done in the backswing at there is a swing plane on the downswing too. Right. The ideal of that swing plane is that it's 3d and it's like a, you know, Ben Hogan sheet of glass kind of analogy. Golfers are over the swing plane coming down and then destroy that plane of glass coming through. Because they're Mm -hmm. swinging so far across themselves to get more open, to swing lift. And we see that so overdone.
1: Yeah, it's this whole trend of fire in the body and, like Mike said, getting open. The the funny part is, you know, I've I've been using 3D for a long time. Mike has, too. It's like I I, I still put it on once every couple weeks. I'll get in the gear suit. I'll hit balls and just play around with different things. That's how I be. That's one of the reasons I feel like I became a decent teacher because I would I would, I would practice on myself. I say, what is it? What's a downswing do when I make this backswing? Yes. What's it? What's the downswing do when I try to fire my hips? What's what's it do when I do this? What's it do? And I would look and be like, okay, if I see that problem, I know how to fix it now. So, you know, g- getting in the suit and thinking about this whole getting open thing. A lot of you know what I found was getting open is a product of making a good backswing, moving the pressure correctly, like an on, like a good planed downswing with my arms in a good place coming out of the top, not kind of shooting out to the target line. I don't even have to think about getting open. Then my body just kind of naturally reacts and opens up the way it's supposed to. There's so much more to it than just saying, I'm just going to fire my hips to get open because a lot of times that shoots the hands out toward the target line too much. And then you end up stalling the rotation. So and stop in the rotation. So, um, you know, those of you who are struggling with pulls, you probably don't need to be thinking open, open, open. You'll get open if you do all the other stuff correctly, wouldn't you say?
0: Uh Yeah, 100%. Or you have the every opportunity to get open
1: in a beneficial way. Yeah, just to fire the body. I just don't – I don't know. I just, no, just, because,
0: it, because the club matters.
1: Exactly. And the arms have to be in a good spot coming out of the top where – they almost, Mike always says they get below the turn, and I like that. I use that in lessons all the time. You know, get the arms down a little below the turn. Then you, then your body's, like, encouraged to open yes. up and get the club out in front of you again. It's like your brain is really good at getting the club face on the ball and trying to hit it somewhere near the target. That's its, old, that's its chief job, right? <laughs> so if you put the the body in a good spot at the top and you are starting to get the arms to lower, you know, thinking about like Rory McIlroy swing on, on gear, just that arms kind of lowering a little bit, right. Coming out of the top. Mm -hmm. And then he can start cranking his body open because he feels that club and arms a little more behind him. Right. So he's, his brain's like, all right, well, we need to do something here rotationally to get this club out in front. And I think, I mean, that's, that's the way to go about it. I think people are going about the swing backwards now, almost if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense. We see it um, every day, literally. I mean, we do about 100 online lessons a week. And to keep that fresh for us, I like to change up how I open those actual swings. So when someone sends us an online lesson, they'll send us their swings, usually a face-on down the line and a behind view. And then, you know, we ask them to send us a synopsis of their game. You know, what's their miss? What are they working on? This and that. And a lot of times I will open the swings, look at them first, and then read what they're saying, and then you kind of go back and you can say, okay, I see where he's saying, see what he's working on, this and that. And you can tell when you open those swings, you can tell the guy, you can almost write the email for him, the guy who's trying, who says he's trying to get more open. Uh, you can see it right away. I can even tell yeah. what teacher they're going to. Right. So you can see the guy is trying to get more open, Oftentimes the club doesn't come down at all out of the top, goes out and over, and then that all that effort for trying to get more open usually requires the golfer to stall being open at impact because the club gets so unplayable. It's in such a poor spot when it's coming down so sharply that they have to stop rotating, kind of hump in, early extend into the golf ball as in a last ditch effort to kind of shallow it. And then sometimes that's where it ends, and then sometimes you get that kind of fake open after the hit, where they just kind of wheel the club around them really quickly to to where it's like they've they've done it through the whole downswing. But when you when you try to do anything, not even just get open, when you try to do anything that disrupts the movement of the club or or sends the club in the wrong direction, you're going to have to stall something to hit the ball towards the target. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you're going to hit pulls. In this case, yeah. you know, getting too open, are you going to hit pulls? So or that, you'll stop it and you'll leave the face open. You'll hit the the, the, you know, the, the twin sister of the pull as the, the big block to the right. You're going to get them both.
1: Yep. Those those two, th- those that will definitely cause a pull. Get that out of my mouth. The, the feeling like you're, or the, the golfer that's opening up right away from the top, sends the hands out toward the target. I mean, he's either going to pull it or hang on to it. And you get the other pull too. You know, you see the guy. It could be caused from the same thing, but you know, you got the higher handicap golfer has a major kind of scoop at impact, and he times it just right. And the hands, the club head passes the hands a little bit too early. And he actually catches mm. the ball, but when you you know he has the hands back and the face forward, and it sends the club face left, that he's hitting the pull as well. And you know that that guy, you know, we like Mike said, we see a ton of online lessons. Again, we talked about this in another episode. Normally, it's a backswing lesson though to to get that guy where he needs to be to have the hand a little more forward at impact. Exactly right, so essentially the pull is
0: caused from the path of the club moving too far left for a right-handed golfer, and the face kind of matching that path. Mm -hmm. And we see guys all the time, even it's even showed up on tour now somewhere, you see these big massively rehearsed kind of out and across club paths, Mm -hmm. right? If you get the club moving in that direction, and you catch a square face, the ball's going to go left. It's going to be pulled. If you catch the face matching where you're swinging the club, that's where the ball's going to go. And if you're rehearsing this massively leftward path and you catch a square face, you're going to be penalized for squaring the face. So you start to train yourself to leave the face open, and you start to hit these blocks or big sweepers out to the right. and It's just a nasty snowball that occurs when you start doing – you know, we, we all do things exaggerated to make changes, especially early on in that change. Yeah, no, that's right. And then if you that's not monitored, if that's not adjusted as those changes happen, then the next thing you know, you'll wind up overdoing something. And this is certainly something that we see overdone quite often. It's this, okay, rehearsing, rehearsing, this out and over move, pathway left. And then you start, you're used to having a square face. And then that square face now is hitting pulls. Then you don't know where to aim.
1: Yeah, and that's the reason to have a coach. It's it's not that you're always changing your swing. It's like when does a good coach knows when to tell you to stop doing that drill or stop doing that feel and cuz you're going to overdo it. Like I know I overdid everything um to a fault, you know. So I I had to have someone keep an eye on me like, "Hey man, I think that's enough of what you were working on. Let's 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 back off of that." Like Mike said, if you're if you're rehearsing this kind of like hands out toward the target line and uh, cranking the body open sooner or later if you're a decent athlete or just practicing enough like repetition right that's pretty basically how you make a swing change repetition over time and if you do it enough you're going to start pulling the ball or hanging on to the face and and slicing it, especially with the longer clubs you know i think the pull is the most devastating when you like hit a really good drive and then you're like 120 out and then you know you got a wedge in your hand if you swing left You know, the the shorter clubs are going to be more pull. They're not going to slice back to the target. Right. Right, because of the loft on the face. You can't slice them enough. Well, and you can't play –
0: pulls are typically
1: hot, right, the
0: hot pull. And it's so difficult to score long left from any green and on any course.
1: Yeah, short and right is a lot more of a fun day than long and left. (laughs) Trust me.
0: (laughs) Yes. They don't really take care and manicure over the green very often
1: long and left is a long day yes so and the greens all tilt away from you back there too you know you're not just dealing you know thick rough maybe but the greens most of the time you know are tilted back towards the fairway so you're it's down exactly, yeah. right. It's exactly right it's brutal it's brutal
0: so all that being said right we've got just under four minutes left here we need to make sure that when we're making changes and you know like you said we all do it we Sometimes you just got to exaggerate, feel like you move a mile to change it an inch. You've just got to so have awkward. something, and, yeah. and that'll feel a mile when you first start doing it. But if you keep if you keep trying to feed that same feel two months from now, it's going to get way overdone because you've got to allow yourself to recalibrate your feels. And we say it all the time, if you can anchor your feels in reality, you will be better for it. That's where measurement comes in. That's where having another set of eyes comes in. If you just chase this same feel, this extreme feel from week after week, month after month, you will wind up with some very extreme movements and then you're going to be in trouble. So have a system in place. That's why we like the live view camera. That's why they sponsor the podcast. We're proud to have them as a sponsor is that feel, right? Again, feel isn't always reality when you're making a change. That feel will look like X on the live view and then 2 weeks later that feel now starts to look like y or maybe d or e on them so i got to adjust my feel now to get it to show up correctly and then maybe 2 weeks later than that okay now my feel and my real are finally starting to coordinate and match that's when you're going to play your best golf when the feel is matching the real not necessarily when when the feel is so foreign and so extreme to kind of that temporary you know first stage of making a change and and if you don't have that in place, it's if
1: you're a practicer, it's going to get overdone. I mean, I set that live view up in every lesson is how good that thing is. And and people say it all the time. Oh, my gosh, that feels so crazy. But I'm looking at my swing and it doesn't look anything like it feels like. And that's day one, right? Day two yes. it feels a little better. Day three, I always tell them that. But, you know, that live view is such a valuable piece of equipment, you know, for making a swing change. You know, I, when I was trying to do it all, I was putting pieces of tape on a mirror. You know, that's how... Yeah, same here. I mean, same here. that's how I made a swing change. If I had that thing, it would have cut it in my time in half or, or less of making a swing change because you can actually stand there and watch what you're doing in real time with your posture that you have without having to look back and at the mirror. You can actually look down by the ball. And, I mean, I, I use it in my own swing. I mean, I'm making a swing change right now, and Mike knows. I'm always grinding on my swing trying to figure something out, but – you know that thing has helped me immensely because I can actually work on it in my golf posture. Watch what I'm doing, and um, it's it's coming along a lot faster that way. You know, and we all have. Just about
0: every golfer now has a really awesome camera in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Right, but so few of them use them because it's a pain in the butt. Got to ask a buddy to to film it, and then who knows what it's going to look like when your buddy's holding it back there, shaking looking around and then, you know, having that collection of swings over the last six months, none of them are filmed from the same angle. So it's almost useless. Having something that you can put on this little tripod, set up and you get the same thing every single time you pull it out and you don't have to keep going back and looking at it, going back, setting it up.
1: Practice time is more efficient. It's so much
0: more efficient and it's something that you'll use because it's that way. And again, you're, you're gonna start to marry the feels with the real. And that's when you start to eliminate these plaguing shots like the pull. Cause you don't need to feel so open anymore because you're actually doing things that you've been working for. But uh, if you keep chasing that feel, it's like chasing the dragon. It's not gonna wind up. It's gonna turn out <laughs> you good. You catch it sooner or later. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so dead zero zero Sean, this one is done. Uh, anything we need to add to this hot pool topic?
1: I don't I don't think so. Again, get yourself a live view. We, we mentioned it uh, before the show. Do yourself a favor and do that. And then if these are helping you, uh, share them with your buddies, your playing buddies, uh, anybody you know that you know these may help. We're trying to help as many golfers as we can, and you guys can help us do that.
0: Awesome. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one.